Why, hello there. My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duig. And welcome to Wittenberg Radio. It is episode 104, and it is October 3rd, 2017. It's unbelievable. We're already a third of the way through the semester, which is nuts to think about. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Buddy>. <laughs> so much to do. No, we all have so much to do. I, I know. Hang in there, everyone. We yeah. can do this. We can totally do this. How are you doing, Kenji? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm a little curious. You know, Thanksgiving's coming up, and and I think that, you know, each of the things that we find on a common, you know, Thanksgiving table uh, represents a certain set of characteristics about different food groups. And I'm wondering if you were any one of the particular conventional Thanksgiving food items, which one would you be and why? Wow, that is a marvelous question there, Claudia. Um, now, see, I don't like to be cynical on this show because obviously I like to view the show as a way of, you know, trying to escape the very stresses of school life. So my initial response to that question was, I feel like mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and that I used to be one solid form, but now school has slowly been boiling me now to the point that now I've been blended up and now ready to be devoured by my anxieties. However, I realize that is very cynical of me to say that. But um, there is a little bit of truth on it. As we just talked about, the the school year is now speeding by, and that means more and more assignments are coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was my initial response. But... I like to think of myself, you know, also as maybe, maybe even more optimistically, maybe more as like the cranberry sauce, right? right. You know, like, cause I like to view myself as like, maybe as kind of like that, as kind of like that, you know, a person that may not necessarily like, oh, maybe uh, doesn't necessarily mix well with like the rest of the group of foods. But when you actually taste it with like the turkey and like with, uh, um, with the stuffing, you know, it actually tastes like, you know, not pretty, but it's pretty good. You know, you just yeah. don't normally associate those two things together, but the nice kind of like sweet kind of like, um, kind of sweet and uh what's the name what's a like um kind of tart yeah sweet and like kind of tart kind of taste to it like adds greatly to the palate and so i think i like to view myself as that so on a cynical day i'm mashed potatoes on a good day i like to view myself as a cranberry sauce what a very well-rounded answer kenji i'm impressed wowie uh and now in a very clunky transition let's talk about upcoming events There are a couple events happening tomorrow on Wednesday, October 4th. Uh, First of all, there's a pancake lunch in the student center at noon, so you don't have to pack a lunch tomorrow. How exciting is that? I definitely appreciate that always. So there will be pancakes, and I believe that they are dietary uh, sensitive to, like, dietary needs and stuff. So, yeah, if you're gluten-free or whatever... They will be there. Awesome, awesome. Um, in the evening, Wednesday night worship at nine thirty, as always, every Wednesday, in the lecture hall. Go to that; it's pretty cool. I've only been a couple times, but uh, every time I have, I've wished that I had gone. So, there's something to look out for. There's a number of events happening this weekend. Uh, sports events specifically: some men's volleyball against Red River at Red River College uh, on Friday and Saturday. Uh, and then there's also women's and men's soccer at Saint against St. Boniface uh, at 1 and 3.15 on Saturday. That will be at Memorial Park, uh, home of the Boniface Rouges. Yeah, so that's exciting. Another exciting uh, thing that happened, has already happened, we just want to highlight here, the women's and men's athletes of the month, uh, Lydia Balzilli and Stefan Schuler. They both play soccer and have done some outstanding playing this first month of the school year and of the soccer season so uh shout out to them they've they've done a good job 
Wowie, wow, wow, wowie. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for me to do my uh, now pretty much traditional announcement of the upcoming entry in the classic film series brought to you by Sue Sorensen and the CMU Department of English. This week, Thursday, 8.30 p.m. at Marpet Commons, we'll be showing The Maltese Falcon uh, from 1941. And is a this is a classic noir film uh, directed by John Huston and stars uh, good old Humphrey Bogart as well as Mary uh, Astor. The film uh, follows a, a San Francisco private detective and his dealings with three unsculpturous adventurers, all of whom are competing to obtain a jewel-encrusted falcon uh, statuette, which is the Maltese Falcon. Um, this is a significant film because it's one of the most... Uh, uh, it's one of the most uh, famous uh, noir films of all time, and it's also no coincidence that we're playing it uh, this week as uh, Blade Runner 2049, a also a film that pays much uh, pays much tribute to noir films of the past, is also coming out this week as well. So please do come to Marpet Commons 8:30 p.m. Uh, this Thursday to see the Maltese Falcon. Welcome Grace and James, uh, Grace Kang and James DeGers. They have last names, uh, believe it or not. They are the editors of the Doxa this year, um, and we wanted to have them on because the first issue of the Doxa is coming out this week. Yes? Well, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> early October. I think October. it is. We're going to say it is. Early October. Okay. But uh, they are here so that you can get to know who they are and actively read the doxa uh, and anticipate its uh, arrival. Yeah. As soon as it thanks comes. so much for having us on. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> thanks for being here. Uh, Grace, this isn't really that new for you. You used to be on Wittenberg, hey? Yeah. In my, well, I guess it was three or four years ago now wow with chris clausen yeah was that at the beginning i'm just curious i think it was the second year second year yeah okay yeah it was pretty new then we had well i don't know how many mics we had but we definitely didn't have these fancy pop filter for filters or whatever they're called okay <laughs> you weren't in the blow though with the chewing peanuts no. as they <laughs> no oh great yeah. cool is it interesting to be back are you having like deja vu or yeah a little bit um it's it's good to be back and to see how the wittenberg radio has progressed a little bit and gotten fancier yeah so yeah oh hear that we're fancy <laughs> can you believe it i hardly can unbelievable cool uh <laughs> thanks for chiming in there Kenji. uh <laughs> Cool. Well, it's good to have you here. Uh, first, if you want to just like introduce yourselves each, say a little bit about who you are. Who are James and Grace? Go ahead, James. <clears throat> well, I guess I can start. Uh, so my name is James DeGers. Um, let's see, I'm a fourth year uh, BTS student here at CMU. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it. I'm pretty <laughs> uninteresting. Uh, my name is Grace Kang. I'm a first year MA student here, mm -hmm. um, which is weird. Uh, and what is MA for those of us who don't know? Oh yeah, it's a Master, master of Arts, like uh, probably the most legit master's program ever. <laughs> 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 I'm studying Christian ministry, so um, that's where I'm headed. I love profanities. I work at a flower shop, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm a lot more interesting than James. Can you expand on, on, <laughs> on that first uh, You love profanities. <laughs> I think they're great. I think they express um, a depth of emotion that we yeah. don't often allow ourselves to and allow people to feel comfortable expressing that because it's funny. Um, and yeah. it's just satisfying to 
drop a few f-bombs every once in a while <laughs> you have a dog right grace i do she's the best <laughs> and james hates your dog james <laughs> hates my dog no i love i love grace's dog i think it's very nice every time i see grace's dog it comes up on me and tries to knock me down, which I really like. Oh. Big fan of Flower. <laughs> I wish Flower could be on the Doxa committee. You know what? Why she not? could be. She could be. But James uh, refused. <laughs> I had this idea where we were going to have like an advice column where people would mail in their like love questions and my dog Flower would, would answer them. them. Yeah. And James thought it was stupid James and said no. It. So this has been a point of contention in your ability to co-lead Doxa Yeah, we're uh, pretty, we fight over that <laughs> sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. Mostly verbally because we're pacifists. I think. <laughs> I don't know if James is, but uh, assume. James, would you like to <laughs> respond? <laughs> yeah, I haven't fought Grace. I don't know if I'm a pacifist. Yeah, we could get into that. I feel like that's Are you not Catholic? totally separate discussion. This is a whole new topic. James is Catholic. Yeah, I am. I'm RC. Yeah. RC? Roman Catholic. Uh, yeah, that's the... It took me a minute RC. there. Sorry, I gotcha. <laughs> it's the abbreviation. It saves time. RC. Oh, okay. You're so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hip. You know, I just thought I'm at a Mennonite university, yeah. you know, and like I thought like, you know, what can really set me apart? You know, something <laughs> like unique and quirky. So I thought maybe I'll convert to Catholicism. Yeah. Wow, what a great way to stand out. Took like an eight month course, went wow. through all the... Yeah, all be... the stuff, just because it's kind of a hip thing to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, it's always a great reason to change religions. <laughs> <laughs> so to get kind of on with the doxa, promotion here <clears throat> what i was curious uh what does doxa mean do you guys know like i don't expect you to know because maybe you don't but well we googled it a few times and it me well doxology is like oh it is glory. related yeah, yeah i was thinking of like the praise god <laughs> <laughs> the doxology uh, well in greek i think it means glory and then Oh. In something else it means like popular opinion or which makes in more latin, sense I latin f- in, i feel like yeah Popular. I feel like there was something else. I don't else. know, though, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We don't know, like, precisely what it was, what the thought process was when they named it that. So, what are your plans for the docs of this year? Um, and, like, what is this upcoming issue about? Good question. Well, uh, what is this upcoming issue about? We have a few articles um, that are political interest. So, there's a controversial article about Wab Canoe. Uh, we're starting this new segment that we wanted to call cage match but it was a lot <laughs> too much so we to- I think we <laughs> called it uh, heads and tails where two sides of an issue come together and they write opposing articles um, just to see both sides of an issue we wanted to bring marginalized voices to the platform so uh, like me. <laughs> that's one feature to look out for mm-hmm. and I think one of the people writing for Heads or Tails this month is here with us in this room right what? now. <laughs> Where? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I am. <laughs> That's it's awesome, Claudia. Claudia. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's harder than uh, I anticipated, but we'll see. Maybe it'll turn out well. We'll see. Stay tuned. It, it could be pretty interesting. <laughs> you should read it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and what else do we have? We have, there's a piece by uh, Jason Friesen about um, reasons that you should attend uh, Blazers games this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's a really exciting piece. Um, there's the uh, aforementioned uh, checking out churches 
piece right. which I'm doing. Um, there'll also be a piece about um, the Blau Rock Cafe and its uh, revitalization the past couple of years. So I sat down with uh, Eric Epp and Amo Plumbi. They're, um, they're both uh, Blau Rock managers. I sat down with them yesterday to just get a vibe on uh, you know what the what the Blau Rock has been doing in the past couple mm-hmm. of years, and uh, yeah, yeah, we have a few uh, few cool pieces. That's just a, that's just a little a little sampling, a little uh, <laughs> a little taste, a little taste, taste of uh, <laughs> what the Doxa has in store for you. <laughs> wow, that sounds that sounds. Amazing. I'm definitely excited to read it. That makes me really want to just like pick one up and dive right into all these exciting stories that uh, CMU community is writing about. It's a great way to stay informed about what's going on, as well as listen to Windbreak Radio, of which course. you are already doing if you're hearing this. So <laughs> thanks to you. Um, <laughs> how can people get involved with the DOXA if they haven't yet? Well, we have a DOXA committee that meets every Thursday at noon in um, the Marpet classroom. So if you want to just kind of check it out and put out feelers, you can come to that. And we always have snacks. Um, so for today's meeting, we're recording on a Thursday, so we have donuts, and uh, it kind of changes. Whoa. But if you're hearing this, the donuts are probably already gone because yeah. the meeting has already happened. That's true. So don't look forward to donuts necessarily. But, but look forward to sweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw them. They had gluten-free cookies the other day, even though there's no one that's gluten-free. But I'm gluten-free, but I was really excited. Yeah, we want to be inclusive. They we really into being inclusive. strong anti-gluten stance at the Doxa. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it's not true. We love the glu- the non gluten. Wait. No, we're, anti- we're oh. anti-gluten, not anti-gluten free. Oh, anti-gluten. We, we love we, we gluten. love gluten and anti-gluten. We love gluten free. Okay. That's anyway. good. Wow. Like the worst interview ever. <laughs> Cut that part. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the worst interview. <laughs> More like the best interview ever. It's not. It's not you. It's me. It's me. (laughs) Trying really hard here. (laughs) Why are we breaking up? (laughs) No, it's both of us. I hate us. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This took a weird turn. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, other ways you can get involved with the Doxa is you don't have to commit to writing for us every single time, but you can just drop a piece um, to our Doxa email. and or you can contact either James or I and we can get you in touch. We're also looking for photography submissions and graphic design submissions. So if you just have something cool that you made or even a drawing, we can scan that also um, and we can have it featured in the Doxa. It doesn't have to be relevant to anything we're doing necessarily. Um, We just want to include cool art pieces that CMU is creating. Wow, what a cool platform. Uh, Grace, you've done a lot of graphic design, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, well, I started out in um, acrylic painting when I was in high school, and it just kind of took off, and I started doing commissions, and um, and then people started asking me to do graphic design stuff, and I mean, my parents both have computer science backgrounds, so it was just kind of an easy segue into that, um, and yeah, so I've been uh, doing print designs for various organizations, and um Right now, I have a set of prints selling at Oak and Lily Flower Shop on Corridon. So if you want to see some of my work, you can go check it out. Um, yeah, it's one of my greatest joys in life mm-hmm. uh, is expressing ideas through art. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Um, James, do you... I guess what I'm wondering is, your father works for the Winnipeg Free Press. This is a little not <laughs> the does, greatest transition. Yeah. <laughs> He's like an editor, right? 
He's like a big deal. He he's is, like yeah. A big deal. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cool. How does that inform your involvement in a student publication? Or uh, does it at all? I th- I think it yeah, it definitely does in uh in a big way. Yeah, I remember um yeah, it just just all the uh, discussions that I've had with my dad about um journalism and uh, hearing about what it's like to uh, work at the free press um definitely got me thinking like wow like wouldn't it be awesome to um to get involved in stuff like that and to maybe help um mm-hmm. uh, revitalize my own uh uh student body's publication mm-hmm. do you see that maybe as like a future career option uh i feel like i would be open to it it's definitely it's uh it's a field that's really changing right now like if it was 50 years ago i feel like 100 percent because you could just like like it was really clearly defined like what what journalism is but now with like the technological revolution it's totally changing and uh actually a lot like like normal like old school newspapers are kind of suffering right now because of it because of things like online news and uh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i feel very similarly i uh yeah the old you know sitting down at at a type or taking a recorder and reco- reporting from the scene and the I don't know the, that golden age of like radio and um yeah that's kind of like a thing of the past um mm. and and it's difficult I'm in a communications class or just intro to like communications and media and yeah and talking about how how media has changed and and even what we're doing here like it's a podcast it's not a radio show people don't listen to the radio as much maybe mm-hmm. as they used to and like podcasts all of this is changing and and the docs and Wittenberg are maybe examples of of ways that we're trying to keep that alive here uh which is which is fascinating and it's also I think important then for for the CMU community to participate and to read and to listen um yeah so I think that's also what we're kind of doing here would you agree I don't know <laughs> yeah totally and I think uh, at the docs of this year, we're really trying to bring back that kind of old school journalism. Mm. Like we want people to take out recorders and interview yeah. people and get like those kinds of stories. Um, and that's kind of what we campaigned on a little bit last year. And we're just like in the throes of implementing that. And I think James has been a really great influence in that regard, <laughs> um, kind of encouraging students to go out and interview people and um, sit down with a recorder and go through and edit and that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, it's it's something that um, young people don't have the opportunity to do a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something I think we had talked about working together on these things uh, maybe in the future. So also, like, stay tuned for that. We uh, at Wurtenberg have often thought about maybe having uh, contributors from DOXA on to expand on their articles potentially uh, if they want to say more or... Um, yeah, if you have a response to something that's in the DOXA or what's on Wittenberg, we we want to encourage a sort of ongoing dialogue between mm-hmm. between these uh, publications. I guess you could say for both of them. So, yeah, we look forward to working with you in the in the future and also with with our listeners in the CMU community. I think that's all the time we have. But thank you for this wonderful interview. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. <coughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> So, Claudia, um, after talking with James and Grace, I could not help but hear about the fact that you have uh, written an article for the <laughs> DOXA. Uh, do you mind elaborating a little bit on what you wrote? Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess I am. I, I am writing an article for the DOXA. I did. It's already in. Oh, so <gasps> wowee. Can't really change much now. There is an article coming out that I wrote uh, in support of Wab Canoe. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Wab Canoe was just elected as the leader of the 
new Democratic Party for Manitoba. So the leader of the official opposition in our province. Um, and his election was not uh, n- very <laughs> smooth, I guess you could say. Uh, as soon as he was elected, uh, there were all sorts of, uh, yeah, this whole drama around these allegations of his domestic assault charges back in 2004 or 2003 sorry they were stayed in 2004 uh but all of this scandal came up uh and and have kind of sabotaged his normally harmonious uh and joyous celebration of of becoming the leader of a party uh was kind of yeah tainted by these by these past uh yeah things coming up Mm. that that were kind of there to haunt him uh so this has presented itself as as quite uh the topic something that many people have been very shaken up by and rightly so uh when you find out that someone that you voted for or have put your trust in as a political leader or even if you haven't or if you don't support them still to know that someone that is leading you or is is a political leader um has has done some of these things uh, that's that's something not to take lightly, and and so we figured at Doxa that this was something appropriate to uh, spend some time on, and and maybe look at different sides uh, on the spectrum where you might find yourself now uh, that he is elected. Uh, so I wrote a piece pro Wab Canoe, uh, talking about how these yeah these allegations were stayed first of all uh, in 2004. No one ever found any concrete. Uh, or he wasn't charged. Mm. There, there was evidence. Um, right. But he wasn't charged, and he was very young when this happened. Not to excuse any of it, but uh, this is something that has come up uh, from a long time ago. And so I, so I wrote about about that and about how um, this might be, uh, yeah, a point of uh, understanding for people who have come in trouble with the law before uh, and maybe feel like they have nothing to contribute. Uh, Wab Canoe is trying to use his past uh, as as a way to reach people that might feel a little bit written off by our society because of their criminal records or or other circumstances where they might have been charged or uh, are currently in trouble somehow. Mm. Uh, so that part of it is is quite attractive, I think, especially in a society that is trying to um, yeah make up or or reconcile a lot of issues. Uh, so, so in that sense, he is he is a very important figure that might be able to do that. I think uh, it was fun for me to write a piece that that took this narrative into into an extreme that said very clearly, like I am for him. Uh, I might, I don't know, if you asked me to to reflect personally upon it, um, it is something like I said before, not to take lightly, and uh, yeah, and I and I wholeheartedly believe in women's rights, and I hate that. Uh, survivors are not believed um, and yet it's situational and that was a tough realization for me while writing this uh-huh. um, right. because on the one hand writing that he should be written off because of something he did also neither should should the survivor or the person that that is um, yeah who he assaulted um, I didn't name her in my article because that is something that I feel strongly about as well. She uh, didn't want any of this attention. And and in an ar- article with um, the Winnipeg Free Press, she said that she is reliving her trauma from, from you know, a long time ago, from mm. 12 years ago, 13, 14 even. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 14 yeah. years ago. So 
that is something that no one wants and so in that sense it's a sticky situation all around and uh and maybe that's even an answer to why he hasn't brought it up in the past he's very openly talked about other issues that he's had with with alcoholism and assault charges uh but but specifically this domestic abuse um has never come up which which is maybe a flaw in his in his plan of honesty something that i definitely will have to uh, work at trying to regain my trust for him mm. or or for any political leader and something that I another thing uh, that I thought of often was how I might react if uh, if this were yeah maybe a conservative politician right right yeah, a white right. a white male and it's sad that race that that race comes into this but I but I think it does because I also write uh, that yeah I- indigenous political involvement is something worth celebrating and uh, I'm I'm so glad that there are many people involved, uh, but but collectively we as as a Canadian people and and with our Indigenous uh, brothers and sisters have have a, a difficult past, and that is something that we will have to accept. Um, and so, yeah, we need to be open to welcome and to and to forgive, maybe. Yeah, so that's kind of what I what i wrote about so if you're interested in that at all please do uh check it out read it and uh yeah tell us what you think and most of all regardless of what you think uh please do get engaged in our in our political climate it's important to be involved um and yeah to know what's going on and make your own decisions about things don't be influenced by others but but look at the facts and and figure out what you think I have the chance this week of picking the music pick. Wow. Uh, I know. I'm pretty excited. Uh-huh. I've been listening like a, to copious amounts of this artist lately. It's, uh-huh. I'm a little bit obsessed and it's like probably not good, but also so good. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> for you today, I am playing uh, the song Tuesday by Hippocampus off their 2017 album Landmark. Uh, a common uh, phrase in the song is... Sometimes I call it a Tuesday. Sometimes I call it the best day of my life. And so my hope for you is that today you might not just see today as a Tuesday, but potentially as the best day of your life. Enjoy.
Thank you very much for listening. Uh, remember to keep up with our upcoming events. Pick up a new issue of the Doxa coming out next week. Most of all, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everyone. This is a time to reflect on our lives and look for things that we are thankful for. So please do that. And don't do too much homework. Eat copious amounts of pumpkin pie and turkey. Don't forget the gravy. It's Ooh. the best part, in my opinion. Uh, and just have a really good time with people that you care about and that care about you. All right. My name is Kenji Dick. <laughs> I'm Claudia Dewick. And we'll see you next week. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.